0: You're listening to The Favorite Marriage Podcast, a place where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Favorite Marriage Podcast where we are passionate about the married life. And uh, we are your hosts, Monty, and this is my beautiful wife, Janine. We are the Moras, and we hail from cold Colorado Rockies right now. It has
1: been really cold.
0: Yeah, and so uh, we're glad you're tuning in with us today. Uh, We are in the part two of our mini-series called Rediscovering. And um, last week we talked about the importance of rediscovering communication. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be talking about rediscovering boundaries. Yes. And so we're using that word rediscovery simply because we want you as a married couple and even ourselves where we want to be able to learn and rediscover the value of certain things within marriage. And of course, today, we want to help you rediscover the value of having healthy boundaries within your marriage relationship.
1: Right. Because we know that marriage is a gift from God. And anytime we're given a gift, we want to protect it. And I even think about when we are given the gift, the birth of our our children, right? When we have those babies and there's those boundaries we set around them and who touches them and who holds them, and you protect them. And sometimes after the third, fourth, fifth, it's like, here, take the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but we have those boundaries that we want to talk about that should always stay in place yeah. for marriages.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so setting and respecting boundaries in marriage is an important marriage tool that we want to put in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. And um, we wanna help you do this because our desire is to have you as a husband and wife, as you're listening to this episode, that you have your own boundary conversations. Right. And of course, establishing boundaries that works for you as a married couple. We're gonna give you some examples from our personal life and also from mm-hmm. um, just practical examples, but ultimately, you're the ones that you gotta decide as a married couple, right. like what boundaries do you want in your marriage? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we we want to for sure start off this episode with just some clarity. Um, We want to wipe out any myths that maybe boundaries have um, been, like these thoughts that you've created in your mind, what boundaries are. Um, These are boundaries that we're talking about that are good boundaries, right? You have boundaries that contain things, like you think of a, a prison, there's boundaries and it's it's meant to contain the prisoners.
0: Yeah, to keep them locked in and controlled.
1: Right. And then you have boundaries that are set up to protect. And I think of anything that you're growing in a garden. You sometimes have to put up those little fences, or I remember every time you seed the grass. Oh yeah. Um you 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 set the grass, you do all you need to do and then You know, used to set up the little string and the rope so people don't get in and trample on the grass. That's like a, it's a, it's a barrier there that says, "Oh, don't walk on the grass because there's something happening there. There's some growth that needs to take place." So these are the kind of boundaries we're talking about—boundaries that are there for um, that allow us to to grow because boundaries can do that for marriage. Yeah, right. So there's also time for healing. Hmm. In those situations where, you know, you just need to protect and set up a boundary. I think of people who are going through a healing process in their body and there's a broken leg or a broken arm. Like there's boundaries you set to protect. And these are the type of boundaries that we can also hmm. bring into a marriage that help nurture, that help protect, that will help grow a marriage. And they're not birthed out of, I want to control you. Therefore, I'm going to put these boundaries up. And I have yeah. these insecurities. Therefore, I'm going to put these boundaries up. These are not the types of boundaries we're talking about. And actually, before you have that conversation, like Monty said, when you you know finish listening to this episode and you, you resonate like, oh, we really need a boundary here, mm-hmm. have that conversation with your spouse and talk about what is the motive of our heart here and make sure that it's a godly motive, a motive that's um, going to be that protecting and not containing and not controlling.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. There's that myth out there. Um, But boundaries are not to control. And we want you to understand that, you know, because right now you're looking at the Mm. word boundary and like that's a bad word. That's a four-letter word or that's no. It is a very healthy word. Um, And so there is a difference between a healthy boundary Mm -hmm. And an unhealthy boundary. I think those unhealthy boundaries would fall under the idea of controlling and containing your spouse and Mm -hmm. things like that. Those are unhealthy boundaries. And this is not what this podcast is going to address. We're going to address the healthy boundaries. So people are hearing this right now and trying to figure out what is this boundary thing all about. Mm -hmm. In the most simplest and basic form, a boundary is basically a guideline or a clear line for specific behaviors that you will demonstrate with inside your marriage relationship. Right. Boundaries tell you where to start, and mm-hmm. boundaries tell you where to stop. So there's these lines, these these demarcations that you need to establish within your marriage. So think about marriage, think about your marriage in the context of like a guardrail system on a highway. Mm-hmm. So you're driving the, the fast highway of life, the fast highway of marriage, you have to have these guardrails set right. up. And those guardrails are there for two things. They're there to direct and they're there to protect, what we talked about earlier. Yes. So, having these guardrails set up in your marriage does direct, they do protect. And if you accidentally do hit a guardrail, the damage is minimized compared to mm-hmm. whereas if a guardrail wasn't even set up. You can drive off a highway, cause an accident, mm-hmm. and there can be a whole lot of damage if a guardrail was not there. But if you have a healthy guardrail yeah. in marriage, it protects us. Exactly. We want you to picture three circles, okay? You have the inner circle, you have the outer circle, and then you have the outer, outer circle. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should call the inner circle, the middle circle, and then the outer circle. Yeah. Okay, would that be better to Yeah, sure. do that? Okay, mm-hmm. so let's look at the inner circle of the relationship. This is going to primarily focus on the boundaries within a marriage relationship, between a husband and a wife, okay?
1: Like the nucleus, we are the center. Yep,
0: yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so let's take, for example, just a couple of examples, the boundary of time, okay? That could be one boundary that a marriage relationship can figure out together. Um, The boundary of communication, this is a really big one. We talked about this last week. Um, So a boundary line like with communication would be, In our marriage, there are going to be no threats of revenge. There are going to be no retaliatory comments. Mm -hmm. In our marriage, we're not going to attack each other's character. Mm -hmm. We're not going to let criticism dominate our conversation. So there are these boundaries that we'll establish in marriage.
1: And and these boundaries you're talking about specifically like when you're getting into some conflict or a conversation that's yeah. going to be heated, right? So yeah. that is very important. And we touched just a little bit about that on communication, but that is huge. So when you come to the table and you know that there's going to be an, um, a, a heated conversation that you are in conflict about, immediately just remind each other yeah. about those boundaries. Because if there's no boundaries and you've never set them, then you just go flying off the handle you begin to you know speak to each other in ways that are hurtful and it it becomes a big mess yeah so it's very important if you are finding yourself in conversations that are ending with broken hearts or broken plates um <laughs> you probably should stop and, and and this is not just for newlyweds i mean i'm talking about marriages are 20 25 even 40, 45 years into marriage, you cannot have a good conversation and have a good ending to it because you have no boundaries. Mm -hmm. So beginning to set those boundaries now, like do a reset.
0: And even on the flip side, when you're communicating, there could be boundaries where in this conversation, in our marriage, we're going to talk lovingly to each other. The boundary is going to be kindness. Mm -hmm. The boundary is going to be respect. The boundary is going to be honorable conversation. So, the boundaries need to be established up front, especially when it comes to the the um, the art of communication. Let's talk about technology.
1: Ooh, you really want to go there? Technology, yeah. That <laughs> no, is... we need to go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, it, it's it's an obvious struggle in our society, mm-hmm. and we're not going to tell you. This is what you should do with your technology people. Like don't have your phones at the dinner table and all the, all of these things. These are conversations you're going to need to have sure. together as husband and wife that eventually will affect your family as well. And that's where that's where you should have those conversations too is like what are the boundaries we're going to have for our children? What are the boundaries we're going to have for um technology, and not just the time of technology, but what we look at, um, as far as technology. And there's just there's so many really good programs out there that help keep us accountable. But how awesome that would be if you can just use your spouse as that accountability partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, you and I have each other's passwords, we have access to our emails, all those things. And it's and it's okay for us. It's not like a controlling thing or like I need to be looking at what you're looking at or who you're texting and how long, you know, you've been on the phone with somebody. You know, it's just a matter of we we have set that boundary mm-hmm. to protect us.
0: Yeah. And it just kind of keeps us on the same page with everything. Even mm-hmm. our calendars are synced mm-hmm. on our phones. And so, yeah, technology is really important. Um, we were listening to a um I think it was a podcast mm-hmm. or a book we were reading about how doctors and even s- s- chiropractors are saying that people are coming into their office and they have diagnosed people with what they call tech
1: necks. Tech neck, yeah. Yeah,
0: tech neck. So it's like this, you right, know, you're, you're just kind of looking time. at your phone and you have the tech neck and you get all the stress in your neck and on your shoulders simply because there's a lot of screen time mm-hmm. going on. And so...
1: Our Again, doctors are saying, or optometrists about the eyes, and, yeah. and they're even saying that there's um, a, a beginning study, or there might be. Um, I don't, I'm not sure how long they've been doing the study about the effects, um, how dementia, early right?
0: onset dementia, early onset
1: dementia. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, when you think about our our children and our students, and I mean even ourselves, and we always blame the the young people, but you know, it, you you go to a restaurant nowadays or you go anywhere and you're seeing people on their their phones all the time. So, yeah, just setting boundaries in technology. Um, again, we, we're, we're suggesting you go and you talk with your spouse about these boundaries and what they would look like. Coming into an agreement. And yeah. I believe, you know what, Monty, these, these are going to be conversations that might not be easy. Um, but... Having the open heart to one another's desires of maybe what they're seeing that you are not seeing. Yeah, I mean, you married your spouse for good reason. I mean, you obviously have good taste. You, you, you picked this person that you are sitting next to, laying next to, doing life next to. Trust them. You know this. This person is. Um, they're there for your, your good yep. and not for harm. Mm-hmm. So just having that open mindset and open heart when you're having these these conversations.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Yeah,
1: what about guidelines and in intimacy?
0: Um, what are you thinking about that one?
1: The one that you know people are probably thinking about right now is sexual intimacy because we have a lot of questions about that when we're in coaching sessions and people are asking, well, what about this, is this okay to do in the marriage bed? And is this okay to do with my spouse? And it all comes down to feeling safe, right? Both the husband and the wife should be feeling safe with any type of sexual intimacy and, and acts of that. Yeah. Um, Also should be aligned with the word of God. Yeah. And honestly, I know this sounds... Kind of silly in a way, but pray about it. I mean, God is the creator of sex.
0: Yeah, invite him into that moment. Yeah. Right,
1: and we've done that. And that just sounds so weird, but guys, when you have a problem with something, some kind of machine in your house or a vehicle or something goes wrong, you get out the manual. You you go to the... the um, operating the, manual. Yeah, the operating manual, or you look online and you go to the company who created it and you look to see how is this thing supposed to be running God wants to bless that part of your marriage yeah. and if you submit yourself and say lord we're we're wanting to learn sure. from yeah. you and what you yeah desire for us to to fill when there's that that intimate intimate time sure because he yeah. wants us to enjoy it
0: yeah you know, one of the questions people have come to us and they've asked, what's permissible in the marriage bed? Can we bring in other things to the marriage bed? And we just want to let you know that the Bible does say in Hebrews that we do need to keep the marriage bed holy. Mm-hmm. So anything that you would bring into your marriage bed, bedroom, between you and your spouse, number one, you got to communicate. And number two, does it align with the Word of God? Mm-hmm. And if it involves another person, um, like a video or another person, obviously, that is like off limits. You can't mm-hmm. be doing that. You're not honoring the marriage bed. Yeah. So yeah, that's really dangerous. What about the boundary with children or kids? Mm-hmm. Um, many married couples have kids that they're raising and, you know, boundaries with as far as um, what they allow their children to say to them, how they allow their children to speak to them. Um, children regarding friends' boundaries, Mm -hmm. children regarding where they go boundaries. I mean, all these things encompass boundaries that we as parents need to set up for our children and reminding our kids that these are not to control you, but these boundaries are set to protect you because we love you as parents, and this is why we are setting these boundaries in place for you and within our home and within our marriage. Mm
1: -hmm. And also, I'm thinking of um, just the blended family, When a spouse is not allowed to... Speak
0: to the child that's not their own.
1: Right, right. And there's that conflict there. I think people need to really understand that what marriage means. Mm -hmm. When you come into agreement, into a covenant, it's one flesh. And so I'd have that hard conversation. That one flesh means that you operate as a unit, as one flesh Mm -hmm. in your home.
0: Yeah, you're one family unit Mm -hmm. under that marriage covenant. So whether the child is biologically yours or not, um, there still needs to be those boundaries and the permission for each parent to parent the children, even if your child is not your biological child. And so there has to be that freedom. And again, the boundaries that parents have to talk about regarding blended families.
1: Yeah, and there's so many boundaries we can talk about with children. Again, we're barely touching just a few, you know, the boundaries that you need to talk about at home yeah, um, with each other and those, and those boundaries that affect your children. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the second circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have the inner circle, which was the boundary within a marriage. Now the middle circle is the boundary with families, with family members, should we say. Okay. Now this is challenging here because we both come from really great families. Mm-hmm. I c- from a large family, you come from a large family. And so when we talk about setting boundaries within your family, it could be with maybe in laws, it could be with siblings, it could be with cousins, aunts and uncles, and all these things. And parents. so and parents, right? And so we understand the importance of this because when we talk about family members, we're talking about our parents, mm-hmm. our spouses' parents, we're talking about our siblings and things like that. And so There has to be those boundaries that we set in place, even when it comes to family, because if we don't, again, what's going to happen is if you have this garden and you allow everybody to start coming and picking from your garden and Mm -hmm. there's no boundaries, um, man, at the end of the day, you're not going to have anything to give to each other because everybody, including family, has come and they've they've invaded the garden Mm -hmm. and they... They don't know how to set those boundaries for themselves.
1: Well, they have invaded the garden, and there are those people, those family members who will tell you how to grow your garden, what to grow in your garden, and when to prune your garden. I mean, they're just sticking their nose in everything, and those are also boundaries are set up to protect you from that as well. Now, we come from, um, like you said, very healthy families that loved us, and instilled a lot of great things in our lives. And if we had allowed for them to come in, which I, you know, I thank God for our, our parents, because we yes. have good parents who knew their boundaries. But we hear a lot about parents and in-laws who are really still trying to control mm. what happens in the home of their daughter or their son. And that gets really... Um, just stressful for and the complicated couple. yeah very complicated and when i when i hear stories like that it's it's heartbreaking because i mean we never really experienced that on our end um, i mean we always I mean, there were there were issues i mean don't get me wrong we're not perfect and our parents weren't perfect aren't perfect but they really did have some good boundaries sure. and we also set some boundaries before yeah. that even happened so i I learned this from another pastor's wife, and shes she um she just said this like in a sentence that so we we went over their house for fellowship and she said something to me and and she um mentioned that it was important for her to build a relationship with her children's spouses and that resonated in us and f- yeah. for us right now i mean right now we only have daughter in laws but I want to build that relationship with them and invest in them and love on them so that when they do need advice, they will welcome me in with open arms. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're going to do the same when Janissa marries and there's that son-in-law involved. Yeah. Um, I got a good love, love them well <laughs> I will love
0: him well so yes that, I will
1: yeah so that they will welcome us yeah. into their garden when yeah. when they're ready for us to yeah right, give that information and I
0: think at the same time we don't want you to hear us saying that your parents can't be involved right, and have a healthy involvement in your marriage because our parents mm-hmm. your parents and my parents they've given us a lot of great wise yes. advice and so Again, the boundary meaning with parents, sometimes we hear of wanting to come in to control the relationship. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes, I heard this one story of this the daughter, the, the mom would always just kind of show up unannounced mm-hmm. without like calling, or she would just knock on the door, hey, guess what? I'm mm-hmm. here, and unexpected and kind of invading their privacy in those moments. So those are the type of boundaries that we're talking about yeah. when it comes to family members. And I think a really big one that we need to touch on is the boundary that you and I have to have about not talking negative to our parents about our spouse.
1: Very good one. right? Or any of our family members, even during very difficult times um when you're arguing or fighting or in a, a, a huge disagreement. Now, you might have that brother or sister that you do confide in sure, and you go yeah. to. And I believe that is healthy as long as you know that person is going to give you good advice that comes from from the Bible and is not going to be biased. Biased,
0: yeah. And that right. will
1: tell you the truth mm-hmm. and not just be this um, like sponge that is yeah. just, you're you're just... Giving it all in and they're just like you're the your trash can.
0: Yeah. And then on the flip side is not allowing your family to talk negative about your spouse to you as well. Very That's right. a really big one. So mm-hmm. again, setting those boundaries in place is gonna be real important when it comes to family members um that you have in your circle of life. Mm-hmm. Um, And so again, we want you as a married couple to have these conversations. If there are these challenges that you have as a married couple with your in-laws or family members, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles that want to come and invade your marriage garden, you got to set up some boundaries there so you can have a healthy marriage.
1: Mm -hmm. And Monty, I think it's really important how we package setting up boundaries to our friends and family Mm -hmm. because some might take offense. Sure. And they might get angry, like, "Oh, ever since you got married to that woman or that man, you know we don't ever go out anymore, you know you'll <laughs> never I, call me anymore, right yes. right, yeah. and I mean those are you know that's up to you how much you call or talk or again you're you're conversing with each other, and how many guys' nights and girls' nights you're gonna have. that's up to you, but it could come off offensive to some people if sure. you had a lot of time with them, and you're you're going to just explain to them, you know, this is not because of you. Sure, this is we're doing this for us.
0: That's so this good. This is what yes. we need
1: for our marriage, and then eventually, this is what we need for our family. Yeah, yeah. And
0: they'll be okay with it later. They really mm-hmm. will. You know, they'll catch up with that.
1: And who knows? Um, they might set up their own and be like, you know, we need to we need to do what Monty and Janine do and and set up some boundaries. And I see I see our kids setting up some really good boundaries. Yeah. They protect their weekends and their date Mm -hmm. nights, and it's really good to see and look at that, and and it's it's a good practice. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. We're so proud of them. Keep it up, kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the third circle, the outer circle, which is boundaries in the workplace and slash friends, Mm -hmm. okay? And Mm -hmm. so one of the things, I think the really big thing should be evident. It should be kind of common sense is boundaries when it comes to the opposite sex. Whether they are a coworker or a friend mm-hmm. in your circle, you know, the opposite sex is going to be very important when it comes to those boundaries so that you're not crossing any emotional lines, right. physical lines. And so again, as a married couple, you got to talk about how you as a couple will navigate those conversations and those boundaries when it comes to the opposite sex. You know, one of the things that always gets me, kind of like <laughs> gets me upset, I don't know, maybe a little perturbed <laughs> is when we have coworkers saying, this is my workplace spouse. Have you heard somebody say that?
1: This is my work spouse or this is my work wife. My
0: work wife or, or my work husband. husband yeah. And um,
1: I kind of cringe. Yeah. And it, it, it comes across so innocent. Yeah. But... um yeah, it it could it could lead to dangerous ground, or it's just it's just like waters you don't want to yeah. tread in. And but
0: even labeling the name wife or husband yeah, that, when you are married
1: that to is, somebody else, yeah, you are my husband, and yeah. that that title belongs only to you. Yeah, and it, it's sacred. I mean, that's wife and husband. I consider like sacred names, and when you throw them around flippantly, like work spouse, work uh, work work wife, work husband, I think you almost, you de- degrade it.
0: Diminish it too.
1: Yeah. That is our opinion and that is how we feel. And you just pray about that. You don't have to have the same convictions that we do, but we 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 feel strongly about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, with... Boundaries within the workplace, but boundaries within friends, somebody, people you don't work with. Um, you know, maybe you have a really good set of friends and uh, there's a good, healthy relationship with there. But maybe in some cases, those outings with your friends might be impeding upon <laughs> the sacredness of your own marriage, you know, where mm-hmm. it's okay. Yes, you need to have some friends. You got to get out and let your hair down and have your circle of friends. But when that is in, in impacting an unhealthy relationship between you and your spouse where your spouse feels like they're competing Mm -hmm. for the time and energy that you're giving your friends, then that's when you might have to sit down and say, okay, we need to reestablish a boundary here when it comes to friends that we have and um, so that you and I can reconnect and have Mm -hmm. this quality time as well.
1: I like the word that you said, um, competing. I think that the moment you feel like you're competing for your spouse's time – is the moment you need to sit down and reevaluate some boundaries yeah. because you should never feel like you're competing for your spouse.
0: You shouldn't have to. Mm-mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Monty, I I do want to say I know we started this outer circle and conversation about the opposite sex, but it's it's a very real thing that yeah. it doesn't even have to be opposite sex. I mean, this could sure definitely lead into. Different types of relationships. So, just being mm-hmm. careful and yeah. mindful and aware of of all of those types yeah. of relationships, because there are people out there who have different ideas and, uh, mm-hmm. about their relationship with you.
0: True. No, that's that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that we've always taught our kids and something we've always um, lived up to ourselves is to never put yourself in a situation where you know that your morals are going to be compromised, mm-hmm. or putting yourself in a situation where you might be tempted. Mm-hmm. And so, again, boundaries are about protecting yes. the sanctity of your marriage, the, more, the, the, the morality of your mm-hmm. marriage. And so when it comes to the opposite sex, you never want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to become vulnerable to be tempted emotionally, physically, mentally, in those, in those ways. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we've always kind of taught our children as well.
1: Right, right. So we, um, haven't been in the workplace all our married years. We've just recently, like the last 12, 13 years, Uh um, we've both been in the workplace together and it's been very important for us to establish boundaries and, and things that we feel like even, um, that maybe we didn't really even see. Sure. That I know that you. I've had to say to you, and you've said to me, and we're just like, wow, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that that way. Yeah. Again, we're saying to be open to mm-hmm. each other's ideas, thoughts, and don't take them critically. Like you don't trust me. And I think That's the the biggest one, right? Yeah. That's huge.
0: People feel that they think you that, don't yeah.
1: trust me. And again, this doesn't have to deal with. Control right if we 're doing this out of right motive, yeah because i I love the scripture what God has joined together, let no man dare separate, Sorry. and when we when we place that at the table of conversation yeah. about setting boundaries that's that 's what rings loud in my mind mm-hmm. that we 're sure. protecting, and we 're not going to let anything separate this,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, so some really good um practices that we've also. We feel like it sets, um, it makes easy boundary setup at our workplace is talking about your spouse.
0: Yeah. In a positive light.
1: In a positive light, (laughs) right. Not talking about your spouse in a negative way. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Um, But we do that. I I love my workplace right now because we, we, a lot of us eat together um, for lunch Mm. and there is a good, conversation around spouses sure if they know about your spouse and your family it almost sets up like this this security again sure. the, the secure atmosphere when there's conversation happening yeah. between you and your coworkers. yeah
0: yeah very good mm-hmm. good thoughts there's some good ideas for you and your spouse as you navigate mm-hmm. conversations and set up boundaries regarding friends and workplace friends as well. Good, good. Yeah, there's good so stuff. much. Yeah, there is comes a lot.
1: Boundaries and I feel like we just barely tipped the iceberg, yeah. but let's a give
0: lot. a let's give a last and final tip about boundaries. Okay. And then I would like to maybe end the episode in praying for yes. a couple, because this is a heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one final tip and I want to read it because I, I want to get it correct. Okay. We felt this is so important. Here it is. A final tip about setting boundaries. Everything you've been waiting for in this podcast, it's going to be right here, okay? The value of what we want to protect determines the size of the boundary that we will put in place. Do you get that? The value of what we want to protect will determine the size of the boundary Mm. we will put in place. So as we say, if you want to protect your tomatoes, you're going to need a... One foot fence. Mm-hmm. You want to protect your property, you're going to put a six foot fence, door locks, ring doorbells,
1: <laughs> your home. Your
0: home, right? You're going to, because the greater the boundary, you value it much more. Yes. And so the, str- the stronger, the greater the boundary must be. Mm-hmm. And so we want you, again, as a couple, you have to talk. You have to have those boundary conversations and determine what do you value as a couple and what type of boundaries are you going to set up. In that specific area.
1: Yeah, because you should value your marriage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very valuable.
1: It's a gift from God. Your spouse is a gift.
0: Yeah, gotta protect it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, we hope this episode was extremely helpful as you and your spouse navigate. Um, and even rediscover boundaries within inside your marriage. And mm-hmm. we hope and we pray that you would have these boundary conversations in the next day, in the next week or so, and really set them up and make sure they're healthy, not unhealthy, mm-hmm. and make sure they're there to protect and direct your marriage in a very special, special way.
1: Amen. So should we pray? I think we went a little longer than most of our episodes, but I think it was worth it. Yeah. So we hope you listen all the way through.
0: Yeah. Let's pray. Mm -hmm. Father in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to share this important topic to married couples. We are asking today that you would guide, direct every married couple to pray, to have discussion, and to use a lot of patience and wisdom as they decide what boundaries are going to be important in their marriage, Mm -hmm. and especially what they're going to value in their marriage will determine how great the boundary will become. We ask that you would do this for married couples, for couples who have children. Mm -hmm. Give them wisdom as they navigate boundaries with their family members and their workplace friends and co-workers and even church people, Father. We are praying, give each couple guidance and wisdom. We ask you these things today in Christ's name. Amen.
1: Amen. And as always, we pray you experience God's favor
0: on your forever. Thanks for listening to The Favorite Marriage, where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. If you enjoyed this resource, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. We'll see you next time on The Favorite Marriage Podcast.